So we're going to talk today uh, about continue thou. Now, when I say thou, I mean you. So y'all, you graduates say thou means me. And everybody else say it means me too. So I want to talk to you today about continuing and focusing and uh, trying, okay? So uh, 2 Timothy, go ahead and look at this up. This is the first scripture you're going to look up in your new Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse number 14. It's way back there at the back. I got to learn where your concordance is too. So you can look things up. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Verse 14, and I've got it right here for you. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. All right? So I want to talk to you today about continuing in the things that you have learned. Now, you've learned a lot of things from a lot of people. How many knows that there's lots of teachers in our lives? God has put in your life teachers. He has given you all kind of people in your life, parents and grandparents and pastors and people who have taught you. And uh, so, you know what? We're, we're glad that you're, you're turning out. You know, there was a, a young man named Joe, and uh, he made the comment. He said, my college has turned out some great men. And they asked Joe, well, Joe, when did you graduate? He said, oh, I didn't graduate. I was turned out. <laughs> So uh, you, you turned out, and you turned out all right. How many thinks that these uh, young people turned out all right? Yes. You've turned out all right, and you've learned a lot of things, and uh, you've, you've learned a lot of lessons, and you're smarter today. How many, you guys, are y'all, are y'all smart? Huh? You know how to make Budweiser? You send him to school. They're slow, but they, you know, that's how you make Bud wiser. You send him to school. You know how to make antifreeze? Hide or blanket. <laughs> so you've learned, you've learned a lot of things, and uh, you'll get that after a while. Your parents can explain it to you on your way home. You're older and you're wiser and someday you'll get grayer, and uh, you're blessed. You know, there was a young man named Kyle. I remember, y'all can remember these days. Kyle walked up to his teacher's desk holding a report card with a big old F on it. And he said, uh, if I were you, I would change this now while you have a chance. She said, why is that? Because my dad said if I brought one more failing report card home, somebody was getting a beating. <laughs> this is your last chance, teacher. You better change it. Listen, you've become, you guys have become role models. Just turn, turn around and look at those guys behind you. Turn around. Look at them. See them? Look, they look up to you. They're looking at you going, wow. That's going to be me someday. See, they think you're grown. <laughs> man, they're a senior. They're graduating. They're going to college. They're, oh, man. And see, they look up to you and they're watching you. And that's why you've got to continue on. 
to do those things that you've learned. You've got to continue on to honor God and to please God. And you can't leave home and go into college and go crazy. You're still an example. You've got to hold fast the knowledge that God has put in you. You're, you're, you've got people following in your footsteps and younger siblings and friends and uh, youth group members that are watching you and they want to see you do something. And you, you have, you're people of influence. You're going to influence others. You're going to influence your, 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 your college students. And when you go to work in the workplace, you're going to influence people. And you've got to keep an attitude and, and be positive and keep a smile on your face. And always do what's right. Not because people are watching, but because it's right. And because God sees you. And the Bible declares it's God that gives promotion. It's God that gains, gives you power to gain wealth. And so when you do things right because it's right... God will bless you. There was a, a, a teacher, and uh, he hurt his back during summertime, and he had uh, messed something up, some disc, and they, they put a, a, a cast on his upper body, a real thin cast, and to keep him up straight and let that heal, and uh, he had to wear a, this plaster cast, and it fit under his shirt, nobody could really see it, and he got transferred to a new school, an inner city, pretty rough school, and uh, the first day of school, he went in, and I mean, here these students are looking at him, and I mean, they're a rough bunch, and he went over and opened the window, and he begins to teach, and his tie begins to flap in the wind. The students are kind of, they're getting a little rough and rowdy, and they're testing out this new teacher, and he walks over and picks up the stapler, puts that tie down, and pow, staples it right into his chest. All the kids, their eyes got big and, I mean, boom. He gained their respect that day. They didn't know he stapled into that cast. Listen, what you do, you're, you're working to gain the respect of others. You, you've gained the respect of your peers. Now, you're about to go into a, a new era of your life. You're going to re- gain respect on a job and at home and with your parents. And people are watching you. And we encourage you, make right decisions follow on to know God and you've got to learn to respect authority you've got to learn know that to get to give give respect you've got to give respect there's so many things people they they they, they want to receive a lot of this stuff but they're not so willing to give it You've got to be the one that's willing to work, go the extra mile to work hard and to be honest and respectful you knowing that, that God has given you an edge. When you know Christ, when you follow God, when you know the one that is the creator of everything uh, in your life, and you honor, you have an edge over other people who are trying to do it on their own strength and in their own wisdom and in their own knowledge. And so you've got to use that to your advantage in every day. Not be prideful and boastful, but be humble. And just work hard and do your best. Study to show yourself approved. You can't fly off the handle and allow pride to, to get in your way. And uh, don't, don't quit. We talked about that earlier, uh, about the things in life, uh, that I've quit so many things. Look back going, man, I wish I'd have kept that up. But you know why? It got tough. It got hard. It got boring. I didn't want to do it anymore. And so we give up. We quit. But I, conti- I encourage you to continue on. To do the things that uh, can make you strong and make you blessed in your life. You see, 
you've now been in school. You know how many days you went to school? Well, this may be different for some of you. But by now, you've gone to school 2,160 days. You spent 12,960 hours in classes. That translates to 777,600 minutes. So far, you've lived approximately 18 years old. You've been around for 216 months. You've been breathing for 936 weeks. You've been going through the motions for 6,552 days. You've been here for 157,248 hours. That's how old you are, if you were wondering. You've been taking up space for 9,434,880 minutes. You've slept 52,500 hours. You've watched TV for 12,173 hours. You've spent 7,488 hours eating. Pizza mostly. Taco Bell. If you live an average lifespan of 70, which God grants us, if you live longer, wonderful, but the Bible says three score and ten years, out of that 70 years, you'll sleep for 24 years, work for 14 years, play for eight years, eat for six years, drive for five years, talk for four years, go to school three years, you'll be sick three years, you'll study and read for three years, See, most of you were born in the mid-80s. Is that right? Somewhere 90s, mid-90s? Late 90s. Oh, yeah, 96, 18 years old, something like that. When you were born, you were all wrinkled and bald and toothless and were crying and complaining and you had no clothes on and naked you came into this world, naked you'll go out. Though you've come a long way. You've come a long way in 18 years. That's a lot of hours, a lot of minutes, a lot of seconds, a lot of... You've been through a lot of things in your life. That's a, you've reached a milestone today. And we're proud of you. But see, this is not the end. This is just the beginning. You know, you, you, your high school years, you think all those friends you made, it's just what you've known. And you're going to... Oh, they're going to be your best friends for the rest of your life. And hate to break it to you, but probably not. People go on their own way. It's great when people can remain friends. And I see my classmates, and I have some right here in the church, and uh, we, we can, you, you see each other, and you, but, but everybody goes their separate ways. And people get busy, and you have families, and uh, it's just hard to stay connected. Facebook's a good way. I mean, it, that kind of helps people reconnect and get to know, but it's still, it's hard. You know, you're, you're about to go out, even with family. You're going to leave mother and daddy, and uh, one day, hopefully... <laughs> you're going to get married and you're going to get your own house and pay your own bills and buy your own food and that'll be a great day of celebration (laughs) but that'll be a sad day too won't it and then will come along relationships and husbands and wives and children and Life changes and it's fast. And all of a sudden, here, now me and Miss Amy have been there 25 years. That's longer than all of y'all been born. But it went just like that. Seems like just yesterday, she was 18 years old. I married her when she was 18. Can you believe that? Can y'all, can, are y'all ready to get married? 
<laughs> we were young. Luke and Caitlin back there, they have 74 days. Woo, they're counting them down, 74 days. Hallelujah. They're not 18. But time, what I'm talking about is, is time just goes so fast. It flies. But see, the thing, the problem, the deal is, is that you've got to continue. What I'm trying to tell you is that life goes on. This is not the end. It's just the beginning. It's going to go, and it's going to get faster, and it's going to get faster, and it's going to get faster. The days go quicker. The years go quicker. All of a sudden, you find yourself, uh, and, and what have I accomplished? So Pastor Elias already said it so powerfully earlier. Set priorities. Set goals. Begin to reach toward those goals. Don't just live life day by day thinking, well, what am I going to do today? Have a plan because time's going to pass. People say, well, I can't go to that, that school. That takes five years or three years or two years or ten years. I can't do, I'm going to tell you something. That time is going to pass just like that. And either you're going to be better or you're going to be worse. See, here's the deal. You never stay the same. You never stay the same. You're either going forward or backwards. So I encourage you, put in the time now. See, you can go out right now. You can get a job. You can make decent money. Or you could take some time and really work hard, learn a trade, learn a skill, get some more education, do something, and, and then the rest of your life be able to earn more. But whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability. Because whatever you do, if you'll do it hard, you'll do it right, and you'll do it with passion, and you'll put your mind to it, you can accomplish many things. John Adams said there's two types of ed- education. One should teach us how to make a living and the other, how to live. You see, so many times in school, they're trying to teach you how to make a living, but they never teach you how to live. Today, I want to talk to you about two kinds of courses in life. We just spent this week up with Haley at uh, TJC uh, trying to get enrolled and everything. So as we get the plan, the course plan, there's two different things. There is required courses... And then there are electives. Thank you. There's a lot of requirements in life. There's some required courses. Number one, life. You got no choice. You had no choice in it, didn't you? You didn't get to choose when you were born, who your parents were, where you were born. That was out of your control. You're here. Death required. The Bible says all. You have an appointment with death. You live, you die. We walk through that valley of the shadow of death David talks about. Hebrews declares it's appointed unto man once to die. There's a lot of people trying to do a lot of things to avoid that. But. Unless we're here when the rapture takes place, when Jesus comes, we're going to go by the way of death. The third thing that's required is judgment. We're all going to stand before God. The Bible says we're going to stand before God and give an account for what we did in our life. Good or bad. As a child of God, I encourage you, be a good Christian. Be, be, be true, be right. Keep, keep your sins under the blood. Because when you stand before God, your sins are forgiven. You're not judged according to those. You're judged according to what you did 
for Christ, for your rewards. Then there are going to be those who stand before God who didn't accept Christ. And they're going to have to give an account for all their sins. And they'll be judged according to their punishment. But those are requirements. Life, death, and judgment. Can't change those. But then there are some electives. To be saved or to be lost. You see, you have the choice. Some, 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 you may have come here today because mom and daddy made you. You go to youth group because mom and daddy made you. But see, now you're an adult, and you're going to have to make your own choice. The Bible says a child is sanctified by the believing parent. But when they reach the age of accountability, God no longer allows them to go under the protection of mom and dad. You've got to make your own choice, whether you're going to choose him or refuse him. Are you going to accept him or deny him? You see, nature forms us, and sin deforms us. School informs us, but Christ transforms us what you need is to be transformed you've been informed you've been formed deformed but Christ will transform your life he'll transform your mind the way you think the way you feel the way you act but you've got to make a choice you see that's an election it's an elective and you get to choose you get to choose your destiny heaven or hell it's your right you get to choose to be spiritual or carnal. The Bible says to be carnal minded is enmity against God. You can think like the world. You can get into humanism and uh, just you can be worry about being politically correct. Or you can stand your ground and be biblically correct. Stand up for what's right. You can desire to be spiritual and know Christ and to live righteously in an unrighteous world. That's your choice. You have a choice to be scriptural or logical. When you get into college, you're going to have a, we just saw that God's not dead. And in class, you're going to have professors and teachers who say there is no God. You know, you're going to have to take a stand. Are you going to stand for what you believe? Are you going to let your friends, you know, uh, just talk you out of your relationship with God? You know, when you just have information, people can change your mind. But when you have a relationship, that's why you've got to have your own relationship with God. Not through mom and dad anymore. You've got to read that Bible that's sitting there in your lap. You've got to get to know God. You can be a spiritual person and grow in the knowledge of God. That's your choice. To be safe in God's will or your own will. That's your choice. You can do what you want to do. See, so many of you, hey, you, you've been dreaming for this day. When I graduate, when I, get, when I turn 18, I'm going to do what I want to do. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. But you have the choice today. Even Jesus himself had to come to the place where he said, Father, not my will, not what I want to do, but what you want me to do. You see, when you come to that surrender, and that is an elective, that is a, your choice. But when you come to that place, that is such a powerful place to be in the will of God. Because in the will of God, everything works out. Now, is everything good, perfect? Do you not have any trials and troubles? And tri Oh, no. You still have troubles and trials and tribulations. You still have problems and all that. But when you're in God's will, God will always protect you and take care of you and bring you through it. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. But he said, but continue thou in these things that thou hast learned. Go the distance. Stay the course. Fight the good fight of faith. Uh, of faith. Finish your 
course. See, we want you to finish. You started good. You're at. Uh, you're, you're not even midway. But we want you to finish strong. We want you to be good moms and dads, good husbands and wives, good teachers and leaders. And we want you to finish strong. But the way you finish strong is through those electives. There's requirements. Life, death, judgment. Not going to change it. But the thing is, what you elect to do is going to change that final one. See that judgment? According to your elective, if you choose Christ, heaven. If you choose to be spiritual, rewards. If you choose to follow on to know Him and to grow and to do His will, oh my goodness. I mean, the Bible talks about all the rewards and the, 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 the crowns and the jewels and the robes. I mean, listen, God, keep, God pays. Right down here on earth, we, we, God notices everything. He said, when you give a cup of cold water in my name, he's marking it down. He keeps record of everything we do. And when you elect to do things right, and you do it for him, and you do it because you're not forced to, you're not made to, listen, God, the end, when you stand before God, stand before God with no regrets. You know what, I, you, we could, I could look at you and go, wow, if I could go back to 18 and do it all over again. I wouldn't stand here today at 46 with so many regrets. I got a lot of regrets in life. A lot of mistakes, a lot of failures, a lot of sins. You look back and go, man, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I act that way? Why, why, why? And you spend a lot of your life, a lot of your prayer life, you know, just go, going back, oh, God, help me, forgive me. Just this constant thing. You know what, you could, we could go back and go, you know what, man, don't make those mistakes. Don't hang out with those friends. Don't do those things. Don't go there. Don't get yourself caught up in those things. Just do what's right, and you'll save yourself so much trouble in life. Don't quit everything. See, if I hadn't quit a bunch of stuff, I'd play the piano really good. I'd play the guitar really good. I'd play the fiddle really good. I could, I mean, I could do so many things. I mean, if I hadn't, you know, you know how many times I've quit going to the gym? Literally thousands. Do you know how big, how many muscles I'd be today if I hadn't quit? But see, I go a little bit, quit a little bit, go a little bit, quit a little bit, go a little bit, quit a little bit. It's just, it's just vicious cycle. You know, just, just, just do it. Just be faithful in something. Reading your Bible. Just be faithful. Read, read, read a chapter a day. Read a verse. Read something. Just build a habit. You know, you know how to build a habit? You just do it over and over. Does your mom and daddy still have to make you brush your teeth every morning? Huh? Did they have to make you put on clean underwear? No? See, now, now you do it on habit. But when you were little, we had to make you. And you cried and you fussed and we'd make you stand there and have the little, the little uh, sand and brush your teeth till all the sand runs out. And, but see, now you've done it so long, over 18 years, it's just become habit. That's the way going to church, reading your Bible. Do, you need to do it so much that it's just part of your nature. It's just who you are. It's just habit. So I encourage you today. I encourage all you moms and dads today. Continue on to do good. Don't stop doing good. Some of you need, need to start doing good. <laughs> you, did, you hadn't even started yet. Start. It's never too late to start doing good. Amen. It's never, you're never too old to learn. 
You can teach an old dog new tricks. It just takes a little longer. Got to be a little patient. See, I can still learn things today. It just takes me longer. I've got to read things over and over. I would try to help Haley. Uh, with. I, I really kind of stopped being able to help her with homework like in third grade. Especially math. Man, when it got past the multiplication, I was done. But thank God for a smart mama. So, Jaime, just marry a smart woman. My goodness, you're going to need her. Just like I did. Makes your life good. Makes it better. Young ladies, marry a smart man. Good looking man. Your parents don't want no ugly, dumb grandbabies. We don't want none of that. And if he's got money, that's good, that's better. But if he's smart, he can get some. Get him a job. Don't, don't even mess with some. We're not even going to go there. Y'all know. Y'all know. We're proud of you. We love you, and we want you that we wish the very best for your life. So moms and dads, continue on. You've done a good job. Continue loving them. Continue teaching them. Continue pushing them. Continue uh, to set an example for them. Don't give up. It's never too late to start something. All right? Anybody really, really, really wanted to learn something? You never learned it in your life? You really wanted to learn to play something or do Anybody like that, you know? Wow, I guess I'm the only one. A couple. Yeah, you know what? It's not too late. It's not too late. Go do it. I tell you, there's, there's, there's more uh, moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas in college now than ever before. People going back, getting educations, graduating, learning new skills. doing Why? Because they finally said, you know what? I've always wanted to do that. I'm just going to do it. Well, there's nothing stopping you. Well, do whatever you want to do. If you want to learn to fly an airplane, go fly an airplane. If you want to jump out of an airplane... I don't know why you'd want to, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, what, you know what? If something's really in your heart you've always dreamed of doing, it's never too late. Just go do it. Amen? Amen. Live. Love. And laugh. Especially laugh. Stop being so, don't take life so serious. But know that it is serious. And that one day, you're going to stand before God. I'm going to ask these young people to stand up. All right. Just turn, turn around and look at everybody. I just want everybody to look at you. How, look how pretty they are. Uh, <laughs> handsome young man. All right. We'll get those Bibles to those other graduates. Let's all stand to our feet. Let's thank God for these young people today. Is anybody going to continue on to do good? Continue on to be faithful. Continue on to love God, love one another. Continue on to learn. Father, today we thank you so much for the opportunity to continue. You see, this is not the end. It's just the beginning. They're just continuing. Some are going to continue in education. Some are going to go into, into careers. Some are going to go into marriages. Some are, they're, they're going to all do great things, and we're so proud of them. But, Father, I pray that I would continue. I pray that moms and dads and grandparents would continue. 
in doing the things that they've learned and remembering who taught them. Lord, I thank you for our teachers. I thank you for our parents and grandparents, those that have spoken into their lives, those that have blessed them and helped make them who they are. And I pray, Lord, for your abundant blessings on them. I declare, Father, wealth and health and favor and wisdom and knowledge and understanding and direction upon them. And, Father, I pray today for every person in this building. I pray if there's one that says, Pastor, I haven't even started doing right yet. How can I start? Well, first of all, we just have to give all of our past to Jesus. Confess our sins. Jesus loves you. He died for you. And today, you can be born again. And you can start all over and start doing good. Because you, too, will live and die and face judgment. If you say, Pastor, if I were to die today, I'm not 100% sure I'd go to heaven. I want you to pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, today I believe that you are the Son of God. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. I confess all of my sins. And I ask Jesus to forgive me of all of my sins. Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Today, I choose to follow you. Thank you for being my Lord and Savior. Father, I just thank you today for these. If there's one that has prayed that prayer for the first time, one came back to Christ, I pray, Lord, that you would just let their life flourish. You've changed their destiny from hell to heaven. And I pray from this point on that they'll continue to do good and to grow and to learn. Bless this week. Bring us back Wednesday and next Sunday. Let favor be upon all your people. In Jesus' name, everybody said a big amen.